right, everybody, it is the Geek Out Freak Out Podcast. The podcast is number one in your hearts, but not good enough to have a Bluetooth sponsorship. I'm Jeremy. He's Matt. What's up? What is up? We're not good enough for Bluetooth. I think that's my goal. I don't even want to make money. I just want every podcast has Bluetooth involved. I want to do a commercial about erections. That's what I want. Yeah, just to, we already talk about them. We might as well just get paid to We send each other pictures of them. Yeah, all the time. So it's just like, you know, hey, does this look okay to you? The erection cast. Yeah. And I'm like, no. What do you think about this lighting? (laughs) We test each other's. What do you think about about this cape? (laughs) And we're off the rails. What's up, man? How are you, sir? I think that's a business we should get into. I, I'm doing good, dude. Um, dick pic consultants? No. Oh, no. Capes? Not, not, capes. Capes for dicks. Uh, should I Google this? Don't. No. It's happening. <laughs> I don't want this. I don't want this uh, on our... Uh, yeah. I'm sure it's. if it hasn't been done, it's going to get done now because we mentioned it. Because we put it out in the universe. Uh, we'll get ads for it pretty soon. Chinese but, yeah. cock capes. Premium fly fishing capes. Fly? Yeah. <laughs> no. Apparently, a cock cape is. Is it something related to um, fishing? It looks like it. It's not cod. No. No. It looks like a fucking merkin, is what it looks like. But it it's still. Like it, I guess it's for fly fishing, but it's just like a big tuft of hair or fur that would it goes on your on the on your hook. I guess it's like a lure. But it's called the Chinese. It's called the Chinese cock cape. That's weird. So what so you're we saying have the name is, of our episode. I don't. Yeah, I don't think Apple's gonna be very pleased about that. Like banned from the podcast. Cock uh, and directory. capes. Yeah. Are these capes um, for chickens? I mean, I'm gonna have to do my research too, and I might have to like make some test products. Just, no, this uh, is for fucking saying. fly fishing. Everything that came up when I typed in cock cape was for fly fishing. Maybe it's. Well, I mean, it's different culture. Uh, hey, another week has gone by. Penis cape. Me dick and Jeremy are cape. here. Et, there's an Etsy shop for dick capes. Aw, oh, man. See? Dang it. No, there's not. Oh, I was going to say. If it would be summer, it would be Etsy. I assumed if I typed in dick cape, I was going to get like some fucking Subaru dealership. Somewhere. I thought. <laughs> Come on down to dick cape Subaru. Dick cape Subaru. You can find yourself an Outback. I, th- I think it's because... In this area, there used to be one. It was like Dick Poe Nissan or something. Because I remember seeing those signs. That sounds about right, yeah. It might have been Mitsubishi. Minecraft penis cape. That doesn't know. Um, Why does the word Minecraft? <laughs> Why does Minecraft have to be on there? <laughs> so it's, it is it is Minecraft, but it's a cape. It's an all-black cape with a purple dong and balls on it. So, okay. In case you wanted a dick cape in Minecraft, here's how to make one. Here's your chance now. Um... Man, we are literally uh, yeah. What is going on? Nine what is going on with this cape episode? In LinkedIn. Nobody's gonna come on. Let's be realistic. What did I fucking say? Right here, Richard Cape, photojournalist. Dick Cape, teacher's associate at Glenwood Community School District. It would be a community school. Yeah, community college. There's a bunch of fucking Richard Capes and Dick Capes. I would go by Dick if my first name was Richard and my last name was Cape. Mm. If I had if it was Richard, nonetheless, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, like if it's like Smith, like Dick Smith, like Richard Johnson, it's like a, it's like a blacksmith, but for yeah. dicks, it doesn't make any sense. But if you had something like Cape or Shoe as your last name, like Elizabeth Shoe, if if she had a son named Richard, Richard, that guy should go by Dick Shoe. Dick Shoe. 
why, why wouldn't you? That's money, dude. Like, that's like, money. If it's like, a that, see what I'm saying? Is if it's like a noun at the end of your name? Think about it like it being like on a like a placard or like a nameplate like for your job. Oh, I would fucking, if I had a name like that, like I would try so hard at work. If I was just like, to if be I, number one. And if you're, and if you're a sport, like a, like if you played basketball or you like had your name on a jersey, but you like have to insist on your name, like your full name being on the jersey. Now checking in at point guard, yep. five foot ten, Dick Shoe. <laughs> your starting lineup for the Los Angeles Lakers at center, nine feet tall. Nine feet tall. <laughs> I was thinking nine inches. With a nine inch dong. Dick okay. Cape. That's too far. What if they introduced <laughs> porn stars like uh, basketball players? Oh, and they played, remember like in the 90s when the Chicago Bulls used to have that song? Yeah. That would like have their entrance and that's how they did it. Your yeah. Chicago Bulls. That's kind of what I was channeling. Yeah. That was on one of my Peloton rides. Oh, nice. But I it was, I, who it was because it was, uh, it was a Michael Jordan themed ride. It was during the I always dance. forget. I always so forget who. from it plays that song the chicago bull himself mm-hmm. the bull benny the bull a, yeah thank you i was like you're a fucking bulls fan you should know yeah i know benny how do you he's, not know I, who I follow benny on twitter how is that not hey, like your ring but here's the thing it's like you could type in chicago theme chicago bulls theme and that'll come up on um well one an apple macbook pro supposedly. i bet you did gotta love spam email i bet you did. somehow like you got a hold of my professional email and now all i get is like spam so now that professional email is ruined yep don't you love it? I always try to keep like one email that's just pristine and clean for that kind of stuff. And then, so, I don't know. Yeah. so speaking of that, I had saw somewhere, I think it was maybe in a podcast I was listening to. They were talking about, uh, the song is called serious. Like, it's called serious. And it's by the Alan Parsons project. There you go. Yeah. Um, they were talking about how unrealistic email boxes are in video games. Because when you oh, open up yeah. a, a, meal, a mailbox, there's like four emails in there. And that they should have, a, like I want a video game with a realistic mailbox where there's just like a million things you need to respond to. And part of the game and part of the puzzle is sorting through all the junk mail to find yeah. the one relevant email to your quest. I had that, I had that mission earlier this week. And a in friend life. of our, our Joe, friend Joe sent me, um, he's like, Hey, uh, PSN or PlayStation sent us all emails about like your 2020 year and recap. Like how oh, much time you spent on the games and everything, oh, and I don't know if I want to know that. And so I went into it, and I just I couldn't find it in my regular inbox, and it got sorted into promotions. So I was just oh, like, because I used Gmail, yeah. So um, yeah, it was in my promotions part of it, so I had to go dig for it. But yeah, um, I gotta say, like seventy percent of that playtime was not me. <laughs> it was like a thousand and seven hours. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, oh man. But like I could see it. Like literally, there was like the second, the uh, the most time, the most time i put into game was nba 2k20 because i would spend hours playing that game but the other like two games in the top three were lego jurassic world and then um oh shoot B- uh, battlefront 2 i've been playing, playing a lot of battlefront of, uh, 2 2k20 or 2k21 mm-hmm. and i'm still in college like and it's it's kind of cool because it lets you go to college and you pick the school you're at and then it has you run through like a real small schedule it's basically like the last few games up to your playoffs. Mm-hmm. And you can either pick to go to the G League or go to college. So I went to college, and I'm currently playing for Texas Tech. And I wonder if it's anything similar to my like college experience where I decided to sw- switch majors like three years in. <laughs> what was your original major? <laughs> Education. Was it really? Yeah. 
like, forget this. <laughs> I, exactly. <laughs> I, like, I am not doing this. I'm going to rethink my life decisions. Choice. I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> I'm glad I, I changed my mind. I didn't know life. that. I didn't know you were going for education first. Yeah, originally, uh, my original plan was elementary education. Um, I don't know why. Uh, I was doing the program with our good friend Isaac. Um, at the time, but um, he was, was a couple. Great at it. He, mean, yeah, he's, he's awesome. Um, he's a great educator. Shout out to Isaac. Uh, he was already like a year into it, and um, so I didn't know he was, and it just so happened to like um, I guess I missed the spot when I was shaving up here. It drives me crazy. <laughs> Seeing that on the camera. Um, hey, shout out to everybody watching on Twitch who watches me uh, point out my mustache imperfections. Your flaws. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I was doing um. My first uh, major, because I didn't know what I wanted to do, and it was just suggested to me, hey, maybe you should think about going into education. I was like, okay, uh, maybe I'll do that. And so I went ahead and uh, did uh, about a year and a half worth of classes, um, and I'm pretty sure those credits are still good if I ever decide I want to go back and finish it. I do not. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, it just uh, that was my first major, and then I decided to get into uh, computer information systems or tech tech after that um i was always into computers always like you know using them for porn and whatnot so <laughs> yeah so, i mean I, it just makes sense to me like growing up with you like i just thought that that's what you went for all oh long. no yeah oh uh, my dad was an electrical engineer still um i mean he's pretty smart and he uh he um did, worked on electronics as long as i can remember and you know when i told him because I was still living in, in their house at the time and I was switching majors and he was like, cool. Yeah, go for it. It was, and then that's like, I guess like, that kind of like, out, makes sense. yeah. And he was like, yeah, go for it. You know? And if you have any questions, let me know. Now it's cool. Cause he'll ask me questions, you know, like how do we do something? And we can kind of like, you know, that's something that we have like sort of in common. I mean, he went to, he was in the military, he was in the Navy. He went into it as soon as he got out of high school and, um, he was like working on like radars and whatnot. So it was pretty cool. So it's pretty neat. Like the kind of, I guess I get that kind of like tech, uh, portion of my life from him but it was never like really displayed until like much later like until you know I was like almost in my 20s but um like for the most part like my dad was like big nerd like me like like <laughs> really into like fantasy you know like Lord of the Rings books about dragons you know Conan yes. the Barbarian like we'd always go to the library get those books or we'd have like uh we had like these giant drawing pads and like we would draw like like I would draw dragons and stuff, you know, and he draw his own. And like we, I like just drawing sessions. It was pretty cool. So, and then like yeah, so without like forcing it upon me, like it just sort of happened. So always into computers. Um, my first real computer was like an Acer. I forgot the name of it. But it was like Windows ninety five. And uh, I play Roller Coaster Tycoon like nonstop on that oh, computer God, until I just like completely tycoon. froze up the computer. And um, that computer only lasted for maybe like four years, and then we got like an HP after. And that computer was a piece of crap too. So, <laughs> but now that I know, you know, it's pretty cool to be able to like advise and like help out my dad. And you know, he's really into like he he'll record. He does his own like uh, his own um, his own like guitar recordings. Like I've shown him how to like use a audio interface with this with this laptop, so he can record music and whatnot. So he plays around with a lot of that. He does. He's he's like always been really musically like inclined like he can play like you know he wasn't formally trained in piano but he can play the keyboard like nobody's business and he's awesome on the guitar none of that carried over to me which i would have <laughs> loved i would have loved to be able to play the guitar just like him but, it but just did you happened. try though i tried but i never put like a full effort into it i was just like it's not coming to me it's not natural so i'm just like i put it down i wish i really wish wish like i would have um 
really focused on it. That would be so cool. Plus, think of all like the girls that would have got back in the day. You know, like man, just like, if I would have walked guitar. around the, the guitar behind my when I had long hair at the time, man, I would have been I would have slayed so much back in the day. <laughs> So speaking of music, you did DJ. I, I would not. I did DJ. I DJed so a lot. You, um, I I I have seen you do a lot of digital. Have you done anything with actual? Yeah. Well, vinyl? my first my first first kit was all vinyl. So here's um, the reason I'm asking. Yes. Have you ever wanted to incorporate Vanilla Ice's Ninja Rap? I never had the vinyl. I I always when I first went when I transferred over to digital. The beautiful, beautiful part about that was just like whatever you could download, you right. can throw on. So, and so I had random music all the time. Right. Like I would have, I would do like old school, like '80s theme songs and try to like remix them back and forth. You know, um, Serato and Serato uh, DJ was like first introduced. Like, oh, that was so cool. Well, the reason um, I ask, yeah. shoot, is uh, Friday they are releasing. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Part 2, The Secret of the Ooze, original soundtrack on ooze-colored vinyl. Oh, my God. That is amazing. So you could use Ninja Rap. Who is hear, selling this? I don't know. It's on Waxworks Records. I am. Do I have to pre-order this or do I have to like? I know. It's on their Twitter. So what is this called? Out. What is this called again? Waxwork Records. Waxworks. It says they're printing it on 180 gram ooze colored vinyl with all new art. The cover art is by Kevin Eastman, and it's actually really, really cool. But yeah, <laughs> I love that you're looking this up. I am looking for Dude, it now. A while back, they they printed the Ghostbusters, I think the original Ghostbusters soundtrack on vinyl, and it was white marshmallow scented vinyl. What? Yeah. That is so cool. Like I would never open that, though. I would. Matt's looking this up. Also, to tease your fancy, looks here. Uh, NECA is releasing, or they're teasing, dinosaur figures inspired by King Kong. Oh NECA, my god! If you don't know, is an extremely detailed action figure company, and these these figures are like, I mean, just super super accurate. And they like they to are sold out. Are they of the vinyl? The, the vinyl. And these, oh my god! It looks like it's a pterodactyl and the uh, two-legged lizard crawler from the original black and white uh, King Kong movie. I am. This is so cool. I'm glad that you're. I mean, I I am bummed that they are sold out. It was thirty dollars. I totally would have paid thirty dollars for this. But there's just some really cool vinyl presses that they have. Like, whoa! I was like, oh, cool, the Godzilla one, but it's like four hundred fifty bucks. Um, the haunting like there's some cool movie soundtracks that they have on here that are really awesome. Hey, you remember that super cool end uh, credit scene from Shazam? Ooh, they, they got one for Dark Side of the Ring. I'm sorry. Yes, yes, I do. Uh, where Superman shows up? Yeah, without his head. Cafeteria. Yeah, it's yeah, just well, cut off what? at his neck. Guess what? Henry Cavill will not reprise his role as Superman for Shazam. Oh, that's all right. The option is still there for him to come back as Superman in other movies. It just won't mm-hmm. be Shazam. Yeah, so, I mean, I wonder if they're going to recast. For I think they have a harder time trying to convince the DC guys to come back and and be in the movies for some I reason. So well, they um, don't, they don't hit, and they don't have. I mean, come on, DC is not running with a plan like Marvel. Was. Exactly, and then we so. saw kind of like um like like they had like previs like in for like in game like. Right. way ahead of its time they're like hey this is the scenes that we want in endgame 
and this is what's going to happen. Well, and, you can um, tell because they book these guys. They sign these contracts and Marvel uh, actors on like five to nine movie deals. Yeah. You know? They sign them to these major deals and get stuff planned out. And DC's like, hey, you want to, I don't know, you, what, what are you fucking doing it, next week? You want to do a movie? You want to be Batman? You can hey, be you Batman. Wanna, hey, you want to be Batman? Because uh, Ben Affleck doesn't want to do it anymore. He don't want to so. do it anymore. Oh, fucking never mind. You can't have it. Ben Affleck wants to come back. Oh, yeah. So. Uh, but in the meantime, we've cast like four of them, so I don't know. Let's just do a fucking. Uh, you know what? Uh, we're gonna just multiverse just, thing. I guess we're, we're just gonna reuse Michael Keaton. We've, we've already cast right. everybody. I mean, fucking, we asked Michael Keaton to come back. We got the goddamn Twilight Kid coming back, um, and then now Ben Affleck wants to come back. <laughs> Twilight. What do we do, guys? Uh, fucking multiverse shit works good for Marvel. I guess we could try to do that with our movies. We did it in the comic books. Fuck it. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, it's not infinite earth shit. Oh, uh, it's not working. Let's reboot everything again. Yeah, fuck. This isn't working. Let's just. Let's oh, just why don't I'm we still, go back to animated? Why not? I'm I'm Speaking looking at animated, all these vinyls. Have uh, you they're seen just awesome. The trailer for Netflix is running a Pacific Rim animated series. Yes, yes, it I looks have. pretty damn good. I'm uh yeah. So Netflix has some pretty good like trailers out Brian's there. Batman. Easy Ghost um, in the chat says he's Batman. Oh, what's up, Easy Ghost? What's up, Batman? Uh. Out in chat on the Twitter or on Twitch, sorry. Um, but hey, yeah. Um, also, I saw a preview for. Uh, oh yeah, Brian's gonna love that. Oh no, he just exploded. Oh no, Brian's dead. <laughs> Brian's seeing my uh, pirate Deadpool. What do you think about that Deadpool, Brian? Um, hey, so there's a cool. I read this book, uh, a series of books of Shadow and Bone. Um, like there was like three hey. books and. Um, really cool fantasy series because i love fantasy and um yeah it's having i didn't realize until this week but it got announced that they're gonna have a tv show or a show on netflix so i'm pretty excited about that nice be pretty cool yeah so i don't know if there's any shadow of bones shadow and bones fans that listen to the show but uh i read that book as part of um my, my book club that i got to do um, I love fantasy. Oh, thank you. And I, I, I don't feel fancy, but thank you for making me feel. Brian, anytime you talk to me, I feel fancy AF. I'll tell you right so now. So I pulled up our our Twitter because there was a couple of news items that I shared on our Twitter. And the first thing that comes up is somebody uh, at SaveHaven0419 had tweeted and said, name your genitals after the last show you watched. What's the name going to be? Matt Salgado, the Mandalorian, replied, WandaVision. WandaVision. I know. <laughs> It's like, okay, that's just funny that I just watched it. Legit, so. the first fucking thing that pops up when I try yeah. to look at it. I was trying to think. Oh, just like, uh, Ryan's World? <laughs> oh. No, can't say that. <laughs> so so, Combo Panda. <laughs> we got. Let me just the, name all the kids' channels my kid watch, all the kids' freaking YouTube videos YouTube that shit. I'm like stuck watching on my beautiful TV that I bought. But um, yeah, it's just like nonstop. Dude, that's a good thing though because kids movies pop really well on it's not a movie it's youtube yeah, you're watching youtube yeah give them a tablet god damn it uh so we got the first set photos from too Thor, small Love and thunder is uh, uh his complaint <laughs> we got set photos that show peter quill and thor looks like thor's grown his hair back out yeah away from, uh, well it was already grown out it was he already shaved. grown out yeah he's shaved and he's gotten in shape so it looks like uh the big lebowski thor is no longer around all things i need to do Shave and get in uh, shape. Right. No shit. Quill looks like he's got an upgraded costume. And Thor, it looks... It, the first thing I thought of when I saw this was Taika Waititi. Like, yeah. this this has full-on uh, Thor Ragnarok set design. You know what I mean? Like, it just it falls in line with that. Uh, we also got... Uh, Zack Snyder shared a quick look of the Joker 
for the uh, yeah, like cut. a blurred out, blurred out Joker. Yeah, and it's Jared yep. Leto. It, to me, it looks like he's got longer hair. It looked to me, it looked like a silhouette of Heath Ledger. It does a bit. Uh, yeah. I guess the rumor is that supposedly this Joker, it's still going to be Jared Leto. It's still going to be the same Joker, same universe. But for whatever reason, no tattoos. I don't know if this is pre all this shit happening or what. But it's no tattoos. But isn't this for hair. Justice League? Yeah, and Justice League was set before. Um, Suicide Squad, right? Or no? Am I wrong? Fuck, I don't know. Either way, they can do it. What did we say about rebooting? What did we say? It's DC. They're they're rebooting the Suicide Squad. I mean, yeah. yeah. So I guess, yeah, I shouldn't be. Uh, What is it, DC? It's called DCU, right? Yeah, DCEU. DCEU. Extended Universe. DCEU Timeline. There we go. Okay, 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 okay. Um, No, this is all wrong. This is all wrong. Timeline? No. Nope. Men of Steel. Nope. Oh, dang it. God, why can't they just make it easy? You know what I love about Marvel? It was like literally like they'll, there's like, it's on them. It's like on the website. It's like, hey, this is where the movies happen and what place they took place in. What time, what time era they took place in. And in DC, they're just like, you know, you figure it out for yourself because you're like, I don't know. Shit out of luck. When do you want them? Yeah. It could be whatever you want. Because we don't know what we're doing. Right. Uh, I have a very my very good friend um, Sarah Sarah Mitchell. She's been on the podcast a few times for her yep. books. Um, she's really into WandaVision and I would love to recommend to her to be able to watch like some of the DC movies, but it's just I mean, well, she's making the hard. right choice. WandaVision is amazing. Yeah, hard to like recommend watching these. Hey, you and I both dropped money on Fortnite, didn't we? Oh no! Don't remind me. I bought I did. Snake Eyes. <laughs> you bought Snake I Eyes. I don't even and play fucking Fortnite, but I bought. Snake so did I. I mean, I I paid eight bucks for some V bucks, and um, I never thought I'd be paying money to play that game, but pff, they got us, man. They got, like, they got us. Yeah. I'm helping my daughter because my daughter wants to complete the battle pass. So oh, so I'm helping can, my uh, son, quote unquote, helping yeah. my son. No, my daughter. I I am just jumping on because my daughter's real blunt. Yeah. She wants to finish the battle pass to get Baby Yoda. And um, she doesn't play enough, and she's she's still like, she got her first win the other night with help from my son. And he was like, "Yeah, there was bots, but whatever." She felt good. Yeah. Um, so I've been jumping on after she goes to bed, and I'll play a game or two to just help her level up and go through that battle pass. Oh, is she playing uh, solo all the time? Uh, I don't know. She's normally yeah. duos, I think, because she plays with my son. Always do what? Always do team rumbles. Uh, I'm trying to see. There really wasn't much. We else. got a squad that we run out on Switch, surprisingly. What? <laughs> yeah, we played so much. So Brian says he doesn't know how much money he spent. I would believe that because I believe there's times that I think you did it on Call of Duty. I'm pretty sure you've done it on uh, Fortnite. They would put out a new battle pass, and then Brian would just buy every level of the battle pass immediately and just be at level 100 and be like, "Ah, look what skin I got, fuckers." And uh, kudos to you, sir, because I can't do that shit. Well, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know Brian played. Yeah, he plays Fortnite. Cool. Or he did. I don't know if he still does. He played on I PC. See him right? on. I don't know if it's him or his kids. Oh. Um. Yeah. So I don't know how much longer I can put off talking about Wandavision. Yeah, I think my we nipples are hard. My pants are off. Like I don't know what else to do because this episode has got me fucking worked up, man. Yeah, it was really good. Um, you want? We wanted. I want had. To I, I watched it. I watched it late in like the day too. So every, like everybody that I talked to about the show just kept writing me and just saying, "Hey, what do you think about One Division? What did you think about One Division?" And I kid you not too. I just mentioned her name a while just a while ago. Sarah. 
Um, but like she, me and her mother, she lives like in a different time zone, but we must have watched it at the exact same time. Cause as soon as it finished for me, she texted me immediately after. And I'm just like, are we on the same wavelength right now? Like <laughs> where we both watched this show at the exact same time. Right. But, um, yeah, just another great episode, man. Um, this episode, uh, episode five in the, in the series of nine episodes, this one was called on a very special episode. Um, great name. These yeah. names for these episodes are really good. And uh, because when you think about it, like on those old 80 shows, like whenever there was like a serious subject, they you know, special episodes. yeah, it was a special episode. I'm when it so dealt with something. excited. So um, that's what we had to, that's what we had to look forward to on this one. This one was taking place in the 80s. In the 1980 setting, uh, Wanda and Vision struggle to stop Tommy and Billy from crying. Agnes offers to help look after the boys with Vision questions her behavior. Because uh, right away she goes into like... Um, like she's aware of the um, what Wanda has created, or maybe Agnes has sort of created this for Wanda as well. There's a lot of up to debate here. Um, oh, I'll get into my thoughts. In yeah. I'm so gonna uh, finish this, and then I'm gonna he, go fucking wild. And then he and Wanda are interrupted when Tommy and Billy suddenly age up to five years old. When a dog appears at their house, the boys ask to keep it, and Agnes suggests the name Sparky. Um, Wanda almost reveals her ability, abilities to Agnes concerning Vision. While the boys age up again to 10 years old, they age up to 10 because the because Wanda says the boys can't have a dog until they're 10, so they age themselves up. There's At a lot work, of significance behind that, yeah. too. At work, Vision reads an email from Sword that reveals the situation in Westview. He manages to break through a to a real Westview resident and discovers that Wanda's controlling the town. No, uh, this is actually wrong, sort of. Uh, he said that she's in his head and he didn't really dictate he never who. said anything about yeah Wanda. he didn't say Wanda was in his head Sword sends a drone this is from Wikipedia Sword sends a drone from the 1980s into Westview to kind of mask it but that drone still like it was like I know <laughs> 2010 tech at least uh, sends a drone from the 1980s into Westview and attempts to kill Wanda on Hayward's orders that Sorry. was also a Stark drone yeah Wanda emerges, yeah, yeah, you're right. Wanda emerges from the static field with the drone and warns Hayward to leave her alone. Scared by the drone, Sparky runs away and later dies. Vision confronts Wanda about her actions, but they are interrupted when Pietro arrives. That's right, Pietro. Watching the broadcast, Darcy notes that Pietro has been recast. Uh, the commercial during the WandaVision program advertises Lagos paper towels. Um, if you remember, Lagos is the town in, uh, I believe, Nigeria that they were in, in um, yep. Civil War. Yep, where that she uh, Wanda tried accidentally to crossbows yeah. and blew up that building. Yeah, she and uh, it so was also still, mentioned earlier in this in the episode too. Still weighing up her mind that I guess like when you think about it, Lagos is is a mess was a mess in her life, so it has some significance. Well, all her. of these kind of have references to her her shaky past if you look at it. Yeah. So we'll start with these. We'll, we'll kind of break these down first because. There's a little bit of code you got a list. with these. You got a um, list. The first one was the Strucker watch, which is her origin. I mean, Strucker. Von Strucker. Yep. Strucker was uh, he was watching projects that, with the he two was, of them. Yeah, he was watching the after them. He had them in the in his custody for the longest time. Then the next one was, uh, or no, the Stark Toaster was number one, right? Yeah, Stark, yeah, Stark, Stark Toaster, Toaster was, number, was one. number one. And the Stark Toaster was... Um, uh, I mean, that's Stark Tech. I mean, she had that shell that was dropped on her. Yes. And in their town. Then you had Strucker. Then you had Hydra, which they've had run-ins with. And Hydra, I think, had a lot to do with her origin and stuff, too, because that's Strucker. And then now, Lagos. So all of these have all been referencing back. And I know there was another one. Or no, there wasn't another one, because we had four. We had the soap. 
yeah, the soap. The hydro soap, hydro. but that was it. That was, yeah, that was it. Um, talk a little bit because I got to look something up real quick. Um, so, yeah, right away from the get-go, like, just the... At the very beginning of the episode with uh, Agnes sort of being like, hey, do you want me to take that from the top? Should we just try that again? Like, kind of like... Yeah. Knowing kind of the, the fourth wall for a second. Yeah, yeah. So you're just like, wait, uh, how does Agnes know that we're we're doing takes here? You know, like how did that how did that come into place? So the magic is and not right away, like Agnes. really, really early in an episode, you kind of just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Usually, yeah. like it's later in an episode where we get kind of like that jump cut or Wanda's doing something to alternate what's like what Darcy is seeing on her screen, and right. um, and we see it all played out. But um, on this time around, it was just like really early in the show, and it's like okay, Wanda's kind of actually um, losing a little bit of control. You know, like, stuff's kind of, like, you know, happening on its own. That she's If she not. actually has control. And then she even mentions at some point, like, she has that argument with Vision later in the in the show where Vision is questioning everything. And uh, she's like, yeah, I got to make sure people, like, do you think I can you know, have the ability to make sure people are going to dentist appointments, going to work? doing all these things and it's just like oh whoa you do have that power to do that you know she's created this reality you know well yeah you know we think she is um that this reality is either being created for or she's doing it herself that um but um i think part of it has to do with agnes because like agnes is uh somehow uh like cooperative cooperating with wanda or maybe she's shown wanda the way you know she's from wanda's past and she's like hey you know you don't know how powerful you are. You should you should be aware of what you can and what you can't do. Um, and even with the dog later on in the episode, it's just like... Because uh, that would have given away so much, I think. Um, showing that, like, hey, you know, she could bring this dog back to life. She could, you know. So, um, but she can't. Just... I don't think she can. And there's a lot to be explained there. So, she's being manipulated. Now, there was... Um, and I'm struggling to find it, but there's talk that the, the commercials are the, um, they all represent the infinity stones. Mm-hmm. Every one of them represents the infinity stone in some way. And I can't remember what the, the, I, so the time stone is obviously the watch. Um, I guess maybe the power stone. No, maybe the, I can't remember which one the Stark toaster was supposed to be. Um, but the, the hydra soak is a blue cube. It's obviously the Tesseract. Yeah. And then the ether is in this episode because she's got the red mess that was spilt. Yeah. So someone is is theorizing that they're they're going to be all representing not only her past but still somewhat representing the Infinity Stones as well. Um, but wa- I think Wanda's being manipulated, and there's a lot going on. So there was something that was revealed in this episode. If we go back to uh, episode two with Dottie. Which, if we're going to point out, Dottie is still not on Sword's big board of people. Mm-mm. She's she's not been identified. Now, Agnes is. And Agnes is on there, but they don't have her identify, identified. They just have a profile on her. There's not a profile on Dottie whatsoever. So it tells me that something's weird is going on with her. There's a lot of thoughts that she might be Mephisto. Or there's with this episode, there's a lot of thought that... Um, director what's his name how come i can't remember his last name but the director of sword is in on all of this hayward or hayward yeah the hayward is kind of the big bad in this or he's a bad guy to some degree and kind of manipulating what's happening with wanda possibly um if that's the case then Dottie might have something to do with it but if we go back to that second episode the bewitched episode they have a fundraiser 
that Wanda goes to. What was the fundraiser for? They say it over and over and over. Do you remember it? I don't remember. For, it was for the children. Oh, for the children. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. was revealed in this episode? There are no children in Westview. There's no other children in Westview. So yep. they. What was the fundraiser for? It was. It was mind manipulation to Wanda. They kept hammering home children. They wanted her to create the children. She's she's being manipulated to do things inside this bubble, inside the hex. Um, so the thought is that she's either being manipulated by Mephisto or um, Dormammu or both. And that they're manipulating her to get the kids because we know that Mephisto ends up absorbing the children and they become part of him. And that's where she uh, part of where she snaps. So that could possibly see what we're, what we're seeing happen here. And then we see even Agnes attempts to manipulate her whenever the dog dies. And the dog's name is Sparky. Uh, if you didn't realize, Vision has a dog named Sparky, a synthesoid dog yeah. named Sparky that dies the exact same way in the comics. He uh, eats poisoned flowers that kill him um, or poisoned plants that kill him. Uh, but Vision points out that there's no kids in in Westview at all, so that's something to go back and think about if they were they were pushing you know for the children because yeah. they all kept saying it like real cult like in that episode for um, the children. But when the dog dies and the boys are like, hey, you can bring her back to life, right? You can bring it back to life. And even in the background, like she's questioning it, but she's kind of pushy with it. She's like, you can do that. Yeah, and she's kind of pushing her. I don't think Wanda can bring anybody back to life. She didn't bring the dog back to life, and she obviously didn't bring her brother Pietro back to life because what yeah. happened? What I think she tried to do is she tried to bring back her brother, and when that failed, she brought back the brother from the universe that was still alive. So there's a multiverse aspect going here. She's not able to bring her universe's brother back because he's dead, but she's able to bring a version of him back that is alive in another universe. And that might be something that they were manipulating. If they want, if if whoever's controlling this, whether it be Mephisto or it makes sense if it's Dor- Dormammu, because if she's able to manipulate and pull stuff from one dimension, does she now have the ability to pull him from the dark dimension as yeah. well? So she, if she can do that, maybe this was a test of something that they were trying to set her up to do is to bring Pietro from another universe to test. Okay. She does have this ability. Uh, but I think that's kind of where we're getting at is because she didn't bring the correct Pietro in and she's just having to run with it. Now they did miss, in my opinion, they missed a really big opportunity in having Pietro show back up. His first lines should have been him looking at the camera and just going, what's the matter? You didn't see that coming? <laughs> the exact lines that her brother died with. Like, yeah. why would you not? Why would you not bring him back with those lines? Um, either way, this is this is looks like it's going to be the possibility of how we get x-men or the fox universe to cross over with this yeah um there was a lot more to unpack with this episode i loved so that that moment is huge that moment is absolutely huge two moments prior to that stand out to me were even bigger like gave me goosebumps before this even happened one of them i loved where wanda comes out of the of the bubble with the drone and just flexes on everybody. Yeah. Just shows, showcases her power and shows what she's capable of. And if you picked up on it, there's, they paid homage to somebody in this, in this scene. She took all the guns and turned them on somebody. Uh, Magneto did the exact same thing in the first X-Men movie to the police. Mm -hmm. Exact same. I mean, almost identical setup. Um, And then also I absolutely love the moment where vision starts questioning her. 
and they get in a real fight and you get that breakaway because you see when they walk through the he's talking to her and he's questioning her and he's like about her controlling people and controlling him and he's like you can't just do this and she's like oh I can't I and they start running credits yeah and they walk into the next room and you get this kind of glitch that shows you that we're going away from the sitcom and now we're getting to what's happening in real life mm-hmm. and they get in a heated argument and then you have that moment where in the they're in the living room and they're both levitating in each other's face and holy shit, was that a good moment? Yeah. Uh, they also <clears throat> started to... So a lot of people think that they are hinting at the Fantastic Four in this episode. Okay. Because Monica Rambo or Maria, it's Monica, right? Monica Rambo mentions that they need an aerospace engineer. Mm-hmm. And who's an aerospace engineer, Matt? Isn't it um, Reed Richards? Reed Richards is yeah. an aerospace engineer. <laughs> so there's a lot of thought that she may be, because she turns around and she goes, I know one. I know an aerospace yeah. engineer that we could work with. I don't, I think that's a red herring that they're throwing that out there. They're making she you think it's, one. they're making you think it's Cap, you know, Marvel, but it's not going to be her. No, yeah. I think, I think they're intentionally, because they mentioned Captain Marvel in a little bit. Yeah, she was kind of like dismissive Marvel. and she was dismissive yeah. about it. Like, no, no, no. Well, she... Yeah. Captain Marvel was never an aerospace engineer. She was a pilot. Yeah. Um, but she is real. She's like standoffish, I guess. Like you could tell there's something going on. Like she's harboring some ill feelings for uh, Captain Marvel. And I think a lot of that, you could, you could piece that back to she's been gone for so long. Yeah. Has Captain Marvel reached out to her after her mother died? Does she even know her mother died? Has she checked well, on her? Like, I would think, I, I totally, I think, you know, and we're playing like what ifs or whatnots, but. But you could tell that that's I would what think, they're getting at with it. I would think she would have checked on, you know, one of the first things she did was she looked for Maria as soon as, like, when she came back. Right. When, you know, when she found out who, you know, when she was trying to figure out who she was in Captain Marvel. And if she was so quick to come back for uh, Fury in um, Infinity War at the end of it, I think um, she ha- would have no problem looking up and seeing Maria, especially in the condition that she was. Because when right. she would have came back, like... You know, she was alive for another two years, you know, while Monica was gone. So her mom was still there, but but um, but Monica was gone. So I'm sure um, she would have been there, you know, some sort of family. But probably, yeah, that she hadn't reached out to her since then. And this is taking place literally after everybody's flipped back. So what does what does Captain Marvel do? She takes off, you know, like she takes off yep. at the end of everything. So I mean, she's been out protecting mm-hmm. the universe, and it's literally um, been like three weeks, three three weeks that she's that Monica has been back. So you to know? go back to that comment about the, uh, the aerospace <clears throat> engineer, I think they want you to think it's Reed Richards, and it could possibly be Reed Richards she's talking about. I doubt it, considering that Reed Richards hasn't even been cast yet. Uh, there's some talk that it could be Blue Marvel. Possibly. Uh, I think what you're going to find out is it's Riri Williams. It's Ironheart. Oh, that'd be cool. Because she is an aerospace engineering program, and we already have her cast, and they've already announced her show for Disney+. Plus. I think that's probably going to be the more logical mm-hmm. that they're going to bring in. Um, I, it just makes sense to me. So we'll see. We'll see who if they even introduce it this season or what's... I mean, I think you would have to. Um but it would also make sense too if it's going to be Reed Richards because they were talking about needing more astronauts and pilots in that episode five, I think it was, yeah. whenever she or episode four, whichever episode it was where we got Wanda or where we got the the first look at Sword. Um, 
God, there's just so much to this episode. There's so much to unpack. Like, this was a really, really in-depth. This is our longest episode so far at 41 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. Um, I'm really looking forward. I've been on, like, I, I, my daughter didn't watch it with me or with us this week. She had a friend stay over. So I'm really looking forward to watching it again with her and then probably again after that. Like the last one I watched three times. This one I'll probably watch again once or twice more. Uh, it's just a damn good episode. This is, I, it's again, the same thing we went through with Mandalorian. Every episode I come into just going like, okay, this is the best one. This is yeah. the best one. And that's a good problem to have. Yeah, it's it's been nice to like, I'm like, okay, well, how are they going to top this, this week's episode? Like last week or the week before. And they do it. And they do a good job of it. And um, like even the beginning of the episode was it was funny to get the 80s sitcom. And I think that was like the worst of sitcoms at that time was like in the 80s. Um, but um, it was, you know, kind of we, we got that traditional return to the sitcom and then cuts back and forth between, you know, the reality and the sitcom. And we can see what what they're seeing and whatnot. And them trying to like the email the email from sword like how they got oh, that, that in there stuff. you know like and see that that's was cool that's something i didn't loop back around to because you mentioned yeah. that they don't say that it's wanda controlling he just says she she's is yeah. yeah so there's a thought that it could possibly be dotty yeah that's controlling them since they think she might be manipulating everyone that this might be what's happening i think if there's definitely multiple witches involved then this is something that they've sort of like had like um coerced Wanda into doing like hey we can help you get back what you want but if this is what it's gonna be and this is what it's gonna happen you know and like maybe she's not con- and like and when she said like I'm not controlling everybody like she literally could be telling the truth yeah. like no I'm not controlling all these people well, I love that's that they- not me I'm I'm merely acting in the world that's provided to me. And if things change, it's not me changing them, you know? And we see the boys. The boys are immune to her to her to her powers. Because if they're so, if they're ran off of like Mephisto's magic or something, yeah. she has no control over them. So they're immune to her powers and who knows so like I like and the more I watch it now, like Wanda's aware of what's you know, what Westview is and like you know what's inside of westview and what's outside of westview and what changes but i don't think she has any control like like the sitcom like was a tv show that we get like right. she controls some of the act you know not the acting but like the, the back and forth that she has with vision and what's portrayed on the tv on that signal but as far as the setting is concerned i think that's all either dotty or agnes that are are working together because agnes wasn't acting and she doesn't like you said she's not a resident she's not a real resident of westview like we see the real the real residents of westview and we see like their name tags and whatnot if you actually pause it and um you if you pause last week's episode um you can pause it on oh what's the guy's name who broke during this episode um if you look on the notes it details what happened in episode five so it's kind of like maybe an error because it's kind of like yeah, if you're watching it last error. week they talk about his yeah breakdown. so um it talks about his breakdown in episode four but that hadn't happened yet so it's kind of maybe in a production error but um but yeah i think as far like we like you said we haven't seen Dottie since episode two so um i think uh Dottie's probably one of the big bads agnes is helping out and um yeah i think cool. i i think as far as the head of sword i don't think he's a bad guy at all i, I think that's a misdirect i think for i think it is too yeah i think that's to make you think that he has some 
I think what why he sort he of over prior knowledge. I think why, why he's what he's doing is he's overreacting and he's aware of what Wanda can do. Right. Um, because too, like she was going to rip apart Thanos if it wasn't for Thanos's army, and that's even mentioned. I love that they they reference. Yeah, that. and it's just like if he has the chance to take her out because if she loses some sort of control, the whole the whole Accords, the whole Sokovia Accords, was because of Wanda. Of Wanda. Yeah, I mean, and re- I rewatched Civil War last night or Friday night. Re- yeah, last night, and um, recording on Saturday, by the way. <laughs> and I rewatched Civil War, and I'm just like, oh yeah, this is and like the majority of the movie is protecting Wanda. You know, it's just like, hey, and they literally have to go on a run because of her. So they realize, like, and like Stark at the end of that movie, he was like, they were gonna put Wanda like in a cell. They were gonna have to like you know turn her in and do whatnot and like Cap is there telling they were already like, teasing the House of M. Cap and stuff Cap was way. saying like hey she's just a kid you know she's she she's learning it's it's gonna get better from here on out here on out and um so like they like Stark realized like holy shit like you know Wanda's a problem she could be a problem um if she loses control you know if she doesn't have control over her powers like she's displayed um in civil war and she has developed like more power like you control over her powers and now that she has more control who knows what she can do you know what she can create what she can do and maybe there's witches that have showed her how to do this you know and i don't know maybe if they're going to use the witch term um i wouldn't mind it i think think it'd be great yeah they they should i think they should embrace it and um but yeah, and then so next week we're probably gonna get the like we're gonna get the we gotta get the costumes next week like the classic cost uh comic costumes of next week's is nineties you know if it's playing into the timeline maybe we get nineties maybe it's two weeks from out but um yeah so every time every time this ep- like an episode ends like me and you are both the same way like oh my god like I need to see the other episode like oh for sure it needs to happen right now like we have to wait like five days or whatever you know like a whole week. So yeah, really, really good. We didn't even talk about the fact that when she comes out of the uh, the hex, something completely reappears. She has her accent back. Yes, yes, Showing and that even she's given up hiding. You know, and even my wife—that's why she's had it. Even my wife like points that out too. Like, you know, she she's wondering if like her her sitcom voice is like her real voice. And um, I still think her sitcom voice is like. An, it, like it's an act like it's like yeah. you know, it's a and it's representative like of that time era so well, um, that's the act part is always been what's explained away her her accent is because she was a spy and she mm-hmm. was fitting in and she was on the run with vision and that was always the reason why she didn't have the accent well now that she's not on the run anymore she does she's yeah. not hiding it she's uh, only having it when she's fitting in with this this story and we also didn't even uh talk about the fact that they show her go to the sword facility and take vision's body back yeah and vision was like dismembered in like pieces. he and was that's in a scene pieces from the comics as well yeah and it's just like he wasn't in pieces when they picked up his body like they took him apart and, I'm and i think that's probably part of why like what drives her crazy it's just like they're taking him apart like you know he was alive and they're taking him apart to examine him you know like that's like that's some shitty behavior from sword i think you that's know? something too that helps um solidify sword as as kind of a bad guy yeah in this, because that makes you feel for wanda i think oh yeah no definitely like and you don't get a clear image of it but you can clearly see like his head is by itself on and what like I wonder- on a table and they're like, well, she broke into this facility to take him back. The way I see it is she they probably took that body, 
to specifically to experiment on and she was aware of it and she came in there to get his body back to stop them from experimenting on it and found what she found found him in pieces and that's going to help drive her into into the madness that she's in now. yeah exactly and um i also like that um at that there's a point in the episode where uh, monica darcy and uh uh, what's his name? Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah they they go to the they go to the outfit the seventies outfit and it's made of Kevlar. Yeah, it, so yeah. it was manipulated from the bulletproof vest that she was yeah. wearing. So that's really cool to find out that you know the stuff that comes in is getting manipulated. So that yeah. explains that it's still the same material, well. but it's like it looks different. It's just same. So like you can look stylish in Kevlar. Right. <laughs> so yeah, then uh, we got um, there's just a lot to unpack. Was, and a lot yeah. that seems like it's being set up. So do you feel bad episode. for Aaron Taylor Johnson to the the for the Quicksilver of the Avengers universe? <laughs> and you know what though, a lot of people really like the Evan Peters one. Like a lot. I think he is the favorite. He had the comedy side. I think side he is it. the favorite among fans. And um, yeah, so I get it. Yeah. Especially with the story they're going with. Like, if this is going to be how we start trying to blur that line and bring X Men into this, I get it. I like. I. I like it. Yeah. It. I think. I think. I the, knew. I had this leaked last week. I think in in our last episode. I, I started talking about stuff that was leaked, but I never mentioned this. But at the mm-hmm. time we recorded our last episode, I had already seen a picture of Evan Peters. It's not from this episode. It's most likely from this upcoming episode. But I had already seen a picture of him that showed up on Twitter knowing that he was going to be Quicksilver. Yeah, in the show. Um, and it's still like seeing it, the reveal on this. And I even had the end of this episode spoiled for me. I opened up TikTok and they were breaking it down. The very first TikTok that popped up on my app. And I still I was, knew it was coming. I knew the point that it was coming. And it's yeah. still, I love what they did like with the camera behind him. And you could see the gray and black hair. And they teased it like it's in kind of the same style as the Aaron. Oh, I was, was going to get so mad too if like they cut away from that. Like if it would ended before it revealed oh, him, I was going to no be reveal. so upset. So I was kind of happy that they showed him so you can kind of be like, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was just it was really really well done. Um, nobody in my house was like left that episode going like oh man like everyone was like what the fuck is happening <laughs> even no more now even your 10 uh, year old daughter <laughs> yeah she dropped the f-bomb she hasn't watched it yet i told her too i was like Excuse i can't me. wait to watch this episode yeah. with you i i absolutely cannot wait. oh man yeah that was a good one it was a really good one That's, and this one this is- one i think is gonna be pretty hard to top but the, I would not be surprised. Oh, I'm sure they will. I don't. I know be, they will. Yeah, I don't. I won't be surprised. I think they they're doing a great job of um like building building on each episode. Like they've really they've really put a lot of work into into creating the story and having each story like sort of um just you know like able to like finish you know like on a strong note and then begin on a strong note and finish on a stronger note. Oh, for each, sure. Each episode. So. This is. It's it's hard to say, and you may not believe me. This is my favorite Marvel property as far as MCU so far, hands down. Like this has just been so good, and they've they're trying new things. Like I I've always said, like for me, Marvel is at its best when they do something different. One of my favorite Marvel movies is Captain America and Winter Soldier. That was the first one to kind of get away from the actual superhero movie, and they told an espionage story. Yeah, um, Winter Soldier, Ant Man. Is- one of the best was ones. A heist movie, a comedy mm-hmm. heist movie. 
Um, Thor was completely different. Ragnarok was completely yeah. different than what we've expected. So when Marvel gets outside of its comfort zone, still tells the same story, but does something a little bit different with a different vision, is when it's best. And yeah, that's once they doing here. once they cleared the Phase One part of their series, like and the yeah. Phase One movies are good. They're they're a lot of fun to watch. But as soon as they clear like phase, like as soon as they entered in phase two, they're like, "Hey, we got some, Get out we got origins. stuff that works, you know? Yeah, we're not, we're done with origins. Let's have some fun and and like getting these like the Russos definitely helped, you know? Oh, like for sure, so good. Like uh, Winter Soldier and Civil War are like two of my favorites. Like they're, they're really good. And um, so we didn't yeah. even talk about the themes between this for the sitcom in this episode. Uh, we got it looks like they're going with. Family ties and growing pains. Yeah, specifically, I definitely got the grow the family ties uh, vibe with that, from the from the, the painting. canvas and the yeah, paint and everything. Yeah. And then he gets into the growing pains with like the and the five minute theme song, like how, the theme how songs. Did we not talk Do, about baby vision. Let's go back. Yeah, baby vision. I thought it was we want to talk baby Yoda. What the fuck about baby vision? Well, I Give thought I thought it would have been funny. Love. I thought it would have been funny if like it went to like kid pictures of vision and there just wasn't any at all oh, because he's so like there's, he's, there's there. no vision. There's no like. He was synthesized, you know. He's a he's a he's, he's an android, you know, basically, and he was created, and there he didn't was have no, a childhood. yeah. So just like a brick of vibranium would have been funny. Um. Uh, <laughs> the internet is absolutely horny for eighties Paul Bettany. Oh, so am I. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> oh lord, man, he looked good. Talk about a talk about a handsome fella, man. I like pissed off Vision, and that's how that is how. I think we know that this is fake because if we get into vision in previous movies that he isn't, he's more rational. He's yeah. never showed emotion like this. So this is the first time you're getting that emotion. So that's how you know that it's not really vision. Like this is whatever is happening, whatever is being controlled of him. Cause that's extremely uncharacteristic of vision. Yeah. You would think that no matter what he's going through, he would have some sort of rationale. So any all the emotions that he's showing in this should be a key to anybody that, you know, she didn't reanimate Vision. We know she didn't reanimate Vision when we saw his head still caved in and yeah. he, was, he was great. Um, I don't know. I mean, I know there's – if we wanted to get into it, we could spend another hour going through all of this. Um, side note, I wasn't aware until I was watching, like, stuff to prep for this. I didn't realize that when they did the Full House reboot – the Fuller House for Netflix. Yeah, that they reached out to Elizabeth Olsen to play uh, the little girl. How come I can't Michelle? Can't fucking name Michelle. Yeah, they wanted to bring Michelle or uh, Elizabeth Olsen in to play a grown-up Michelle instead oh. of bringing one of the Olsen twins in. That's which makes weird. sense because I mean, look at her versus look at the Olsen twins. Well, there's like, one of them that's just like completely like like just super like skinny. Yeah. yeah, and um. One of them that sort of looks normal, but like, yeah. The well, they've had a lot of scandal on their own, like in business and stuff like that. Like a lot of business uh, shit that's gone wrong. So I, I would get, you know, Wanda, or Wanda, uh, Elizabeth is the successful one of the trio. Yeah. So it would make sense. I, thought, I would have never thought to do that, but it makes sense. Like yeah. after hearing that, I'm like, okay. I do like that uh, Marcy started calling it the hex and it stuck. Speaking of the hex, I shared it on our Twitter. If you go back and you look at the end credit scene from Spider-Man Far From Home, we've talked about this where we think that Nick fury was on a sword base um on like a sword space station if you look behind him the hex is on one of the mm-hmm. computer screens so it looks like at the time because far from home is set after wandavision like it's it's later after the yeah it's like weeks is. yeah so uh they, it looks like they have been keeping track of what's happening in wandavision at that point i also thought of something um 
and we got sidetracked. I didn't bring it up. I'm sure you saw my face. My jaw drop a second ago. Mm-hmm. At one point in the episode, Herb starts to explain stuff to Vision. He's like, well, we're all, and they stop him. Yeah. Is yeah, in episode, I think, two. We we already know that Marvel is moving forward with or with Disney Plus <laughs> series of The Secret Invasion. Yeah. We know that scrolls are replacing people because we saw them replace Nick Fury. What if the people that are in there are scrolls? It's kind of out there, but what if that's what he was trying to convey? He's like, well, because we're all scrolls. Yeah. And we're all from outer space. Like, what if what if he was trying to do that? What if this is a setup for that as well, too? It's a little it's a little out of left field, but I would get it if that's what they did. I mean, I yeah. would understand. It would kind of make some sense. I can I can yeah, I don't um that might be as wild like, as yeah. they're going with stuff, I I think there's not much you could throw at this and have it not some sense but it seemed like he was a little bit more aware of what was happening too like he was able to like you know because he's having a conversation with agnes so like maybe you know like he's saying like well we're all like he didn't get to finish but i don't think you know why would he be a squirrel and agnes not a squirrel oh and it could be like we're all dead and then there's some that aren't you know like the ones that are being controlled either by Dottie or agnes and, um, you know, whoever's in their heads to keep them all going, because you see those people, you know, when they like when they read the email and they read it out loud, like and they all laughed at their like uniform, you know, yeah. like like they're all uh, almost like kind of like script. The, for the children. thing. Yeah. Like it was all script based. And so they're kind of like, you know, all looking at it the same way. So I think people there's people that are being controlled and there's people that are not controlled in the in in Westview at all. So Obviously. if you, they ran tests on Monica Rambo, and we didn't talk about this either. Her test results come back blank. But if you notice, there's a color scheme to this. It's white and yellow. Like you mm-hmm. can see this yellow aura. It's very, very reminiscent of her comic book costume. And oh. they even bring up photons again, which she's, is her comic book. She's going to be photon. She's like, yeah, she's going to be. Think she already has her powers, and the, mm-hmm. the test results coming back blank like they did. I think they're getting an aura off of her more than they're coming back blank. No, she's and yeah. I think she's we're gonna start getting that figured out. She's gonna, it's gonna, she's gonna be revealed as a hero. Like, was Agnes spraying? So she's spraying stuff, and she's looking for brown liquid, mm-hmm. brown liquor. And she's a witch. Did you mm-hmm. get a potion vibe off of that? Because that's sort kind of, of what I thought. Yeah. I was like, is, and she, I thought, is she using potions on these kids? Because if the magic isn't working, and I thought maybe, maybe the potions are. I thought the potion at that point aged up the kids, but then they aged up by themselves. So know, she like stops them the at ten. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people that think that's significant because we do find out that um, they lost their parents at 10. Yeah. Wanda and Pietro. They were 10 years old. So she may be wanting them to stop at 10 so she can help give them the life that she didn't get, the childhood yeah. she didn't get. But also, a too, deeper, but. also too, I think uh, Agnes is working on towards something where the kids are older because it, it felt like in a way that she was kind of like telling them to age up after the dog had died. Because That's we were talking I, about, like, if once you, when you get older, like, it'll be a little bit easier for you to, like, you know, get over yeah. something like this. And so that's what Wanda stops them. Like, she stops them and she's like, no, st- don't age up. Don't age up so you can get over this. Like, stay this age. And, you know, because, yeah, Wanda and, and Pietro didn't have, you know, they had a horrible childhood. Right. No, and, and, you know, the, but this was before the bombs and everything. And that's and another just, thing that shows uh, Agnes's manipulation. Yeah. And how she's trying to manipulate Wanda and what's going on. And I feel like getting them to that adult age is yeah. key to whatever she needs out of them for Mephisto or 
yeah. or Dormammu or whoever it is that she's. I think Agnes is there. I think they have a completely to completely yeah. different agenda. I think they they have to for whatever reason wait until a certain age or maturity level, um, body wise on the boys, or maybe so that, it's a power wise. Yeah. As they're older, they're more powerful, so that they can get what they want out of them. So, but yeah, yeah, man. God damn! What a deep episode. That was good. <laughs> it, oh, it just gets better and better. Yeah, yeah. And I like as soon as these episodes happen too. Like I even text you. I was like, I'm, "Oh, I can't wait to talk about this." We're shutting the fuck up. We're not talking. Yeah, about it because exactly. Yeah. There's plenty to unpack when the podcast starts. Yeah, it's cool. It's yeah, really good episode. Looking for the next one. Episode. I'm gonna six. be bummed when this is over. Oh, I know. It's such a good series, and it's it's only gonna be the one run. Um, well, I'm, as far as we know. But well, I was, we've got I Winter don't, Soldier yeah. and Falcon, yeah. and we've got Loki coming up. So there's, a, there's I'm really a lot looking of stuff. forward to Loki coming out because that one seems like it's going to be like different. Kinda like on par with I this, feel like you know? I feel like I get like a good like Jack Ryan vibe out of Falcon Soldier and, and uh, Falcon, Falcon and Falcon Winter Soldier, Soldier and and, um, and uh, you know like them fighting over the shield and whatnot. Like, I get a good vibe like a Jack Ryan vibe out of it. Like that yeah, one, like I do. That one's going to be yeah. That one's going to be espionage like you know, specific and. And and then Loki is going to be like your fun time traveler, you know, shenanigans. Kind of the same, just offbeat with this. Yeah, where it's just something different that we don't normally see. I'm digging it. I'm I'm really looking forward to both shows. But yeah, I think they've man they've they've hit it out of the park with this one, with this first one with Wandavision, and uh, it's going to be hard to top the series. um, On top, it's a really strong one to start with. Yeah, their their MCU exactly series. Yeah, I dig it. Hell yeah, awesome. Um, uh, before we, uh, wrap up this episode, uh, let's, let's remember, let's remember we, we lost somebody this week and, uh, Sparky. it was, uh, it wasn't besides Sparky, but, uh, what was your favorite Dustin Diamond screech memory? <laughs> um, the porn that he did where he was besides that, face. besides that, That's not it? no, not screech. That I want screech. Actually, I haven't seen that. I'm just I want screech. Yeah. He did do some awfully the time where he called out the cast for no one being there for him when he needed help yeah that poor guy he unfortunately he passed away from cancer uh this i thought you were talking week. about what's his name was it christopher Plummer? Or oh we lost christopher Plummer. yeah oh, that's yeah. who we were going to talk about i completely forgot no, but he man yeah so well he was early in the week um i will tell he you passed the one that always stands out to me it's not even a big moment or anything but it's like the science like quiz episode mavim schnapp the way he his his acronym for remembering the planets in order. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Mavinja. No. You never remember that. That's mm-hmm. how I always remember because it it's like Mars, Earth, Venus. Like he has them all broken down. Yeah. And it's just one weird, stupid word. He's like Mavimshna. I think, and he was only one of the he was only one of the three original cast members. Because um, the pilot episode was uh, Good Morning, Miss Bliss. Yep. And uh, it was him. Uh, Zach and I believe uh, Lisa Lark Morris. Well, uh, even in um, season one, they had a completely different cast. Yeah, they did. Yeah, that's true too. And so um, different teachers, everything. Yeah, and so, so going. Bliss. Yeah, and I think even I think Belding was there the entire time. But um, was he? Yeah, I think if you go into, well, you know, he, he definitely was there in the first season. Belding was, but um, because I remember Miss Bliss being a teacher in Saved by the Bell, but um. It wasn't like centered around her anymore. They were like really young, like freshman year. Oh man, these were and they were kids. They were kids, kids. Uh, I think my favorite screech moment probably was uh, it had to do when Zach started dating um, Lisa 
for like that one episode yeah. and just get it really like man like zach you're just such a douchebag dude like this is your best friend one of my favorite youtubes is zach morris's trash yeah funny or die zach morris's trash terrible zach and i believe is. if you have amazon prime you can watch all of those episodes on prime now of zach, zach morris's yeah. trash zach morris's trash yeah yeah zach was a piece that's, of shit. that's a good uh, rabbit hole to go down into my favorite Zach Morris trash episode is uh, the one where he dates the girl in the wheelchair because it's just yes. like he keeps pointing ah. out the fact that she's handicapped like to everybody and makes her feel like shit. The yeah. Entire time. And he's like, he's almost exploiting it. Oh yeah. yeah. Definitely. Like the movie theater part. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. So Dustin Diamond. And yeah. You mentioned Christopher Plummer. Yeah. Uh, that was like two yesterday. I believe he passed away or Friday. So um, I think uh, the last thing I remember him in was Force Awakens. Yeah. He's in the very beginning of that, but he was in the sound of music and in tons of other stuff. So, pretty cool, pretty cool stuff. The good dude had a legendary career. And, yeah, uh, he did. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. All right, man. Well, now I'm. There's something that Christopher Plummer was in recently, and now it's pissing me off that I can't think of it. Knives Out. Mm. He was. Yes, really yes, good yes. He was in Knives like Out. That. Ryan Johnson. Yeah, that's yep. okay. Now, now we're good. And Christopher Evans. Chris Evans. That was Boston actually a pretty good movie. I watched that over christmas break that's a hell of a movie that's a great movie all right jeremy on that note on that note where can they find you jeremy they can find you jeremy you can find me inside the hex uh you can find me on instagram and twitter at at jvader82 you can find us if you're not already watching on twitch you can find us on twitch at twitch.tv slash go gaming that's right you can find mateo83 on twitter instagram and the tiki talk um, check us out there uh yeah so thanks for uh, checking us out guys uh remember to rate review and subscribe to, play, to the podcast if you haven't all done so already give us those five star reviews and on that note later geeks